0: Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production.
1: Napa Know How. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save $25. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa Know How. Napa Know How. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers while supplies last. Offer NZ83120
0: shop black friday week deals sunday through friday at kohl's plus get $15 kohl's cash for every $50 spent and take an extra 15% off get the big one throws $849 toastmaster small appliances are just $214 after rebate and fitbit versa 2 is $129.99 plus take 30% off lego 70% off fine jewelry and save on boots for her $16.99 plus get fast and free store pickup shop black friday week deals at kohl's and kohl's.com Select styles. Offers valid November 22nd through the 27th. 15% off. Dollar code and enjoy 15. Lego and Fitbit. Offers and coupons do not apply. Some exclusions apply. See store or calls.com for details.
2: Hey everyone, this is John Roca from Collider. Every car comes with its share of stories. That ding in your bumper when you nervously picked up a first date. The luxury package you got after a big promotion. Or the mileage you saved by riding your bike all summer. While you can't put a price tag on your stories... Now with True Car, you can at least find out what your car's worth when it's time to sell or trade it in. Just go to True Car, simply enter your license plate number, and watch how your car's details pop up. Then answer a few questions. Navigation and moonroof? Watch as they bump up your value. High mileage? You already knew it was going to cost you, but now you know how much it dings your wallet so you can plan ahead. Once you're finished, you'll get a True Cash offer sent in minutes, which you can take to a local certified dealer to cash out or trade in. So, when you're ready to expand, a better way to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car today. True Cash Offer, not available in all areas.
1: Napa Know How. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa Online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply.
0: Shop Black Friday week deals Sunday through Friday at Kohl's. Plus, get $15 Kohl's cash for every $50 spent and take an extra 15% off. Get the big one throws, $849. Toastmaster small appliances are just $214 after rebate. And Fitbit Versa 2 is $129.99. Plus, take 30% off Lego, 70% off fine jewelry, and save on boots for her, $16.99. Plus, get fast and free store pickup. Shop Black Friday week deals at Kohl's and Kohl's.com. Select styles. Offers valid November 22nd through the 27th. 15% off with promo code ENJOY15. Lego and Fitbit offers and coupons do not apply. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details.
2: Happy Saturday morning, everybody. Welcome to Collider Mailbag. I'm your host, John Roca, joined by my fellow horsemen and one of my favorite people in the world. Mark Riley. how are you? Thank you, Mr. Roca. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited to uh, do these questions with yeah. you and find out what your answers are. That's one of the things that you maybe not know as fans. We do not tell each other the answers to these questions. No. We come in and then we react to them organically uh, uh, for your pleasure. And enjoyment. So there you go. Uh Riley, we have some good questions here. Great questions. I'm really excited. The ones that you know, I send Riley the a uh, bunch of questions. Riley picks out the five he's most excited about, and we bring that on to the show. Uh and uh, you guys can always send they always send great questions. You 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 know, you look for the call out on social media, Twitter, and on Instagram when we put the call out, send the uh, questions with a hashtag collider mailbag or email us. Maybe you hate social media. Like, you know what? I can't stand it on there. I just want to email you a question, then email us at mailbag at collider.com. And we pour, I pour through all those questions, try to pick some great ones, and I think we got some good ones today, don't you, Russ? Oh yeah, we do. All right, oh, love it. Let's get to it. All Let's right. do it. Our first question comes from Ian Lamb. It's an email. It writes, "Hello Roca, an esteemed guest. That's Hi, absolutely that's correct. Me. <laughs> with super hype movies like Avengers and Star Wars, Collider produces weeks of content with a single release. How do you think that will compare to the Avatar sequels? Personally, I think the hype will be similar to a Star Wars story. What do you think, Mark mm. Riley?" So, uh,
3: yeah, we do. We're, you know, Avengers, Star Wars, we do a lot of coverage. Now, Mm -hmm. it's interesting with Avatar because it's been so long since the first movie, and we've all been talking internally like, is Avatar still a thing? Right. Uh, At least I I feel that way. So, what I think with Collider and and the coverage on Avatar 2 is that when that first trailer hits, we're going to cover it. Yeah. And it's going to be a big thing. Yeah. And then what I think we're going to also do is monitor how it does on Mm -hmm. social media. Mm -hmm. Um, We'll probably make it main titles of movie talk, maybe Collider Live, uh, all these kind of things. And then I want to look at social media and see, are people talking about this thing? Oh, my God, now I'm in. Because that's going to dictate a lot of the things that we are going to do for coverage. Mm-hmm. If there's going to be stuff. Because there have been certain movies that we think are big blockbuster movies. And we do some stuff and it doesn't really move the needle. So yeah. I'm wondering how this is going to look. But it's going to be a process that we're going to have to monitor with like first looks, images, interviews, posters, mm-hmm. and the trailer. And if, if it's moving the needle and everybody's talking about it on uh, on social media, then right. I think we're going to do some uh, some major coverage.
2: I think that's a great way to put it. You know, and I don't know if Ian has given a backhanded compliment here by saying it's got the vibe of a Star Wars story. I liked Rogue One. Some people didn't like Solo. So, like, what is that That might be? You might be actually right here, Ian, by accident, in that some people are really excited for uh, James Cameron to come in with these sequels. Other people, like, it's been too long since the first one. I'm kind of bored. I don't know if I want to see more Mm -hmm. Avatar sequels. Have we moved on as a society? And for me, I think it's going to depend on the trailer. The casting has all been great. Yeah, the casting is wonderful. Right, the announcements have been fantastic. It's going to depend on that first trailer. There's all this hype about him doing new technology and underwater stuff and all these things that are involved in it. Okay where are we going to go with it? Is it going to have that kind of appeal or attention? We will see. Yeah. Uh, and as Riley said, it all depends on how you all as fans, Collider fans, respond to our coverage to it, mm-hmm. uh, whether we keep doing more and more of it, because there's supposedly four or five sequels here, so it's going to be interesting. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> And there's not <laughs> many movies. Huh? And he said there'll be more species, more planets, all this kind of stuff, so there'll definitely be opportunities to do content if you all want to consume it. We'll yeah. see. But... Yeah,
3: and, and James Cameron we trust. I mean, yeah, the guy, true. the guy, Absolutely. you know, made two of the highest-grossing movies of all time, and Avatar is still number one. So, mm-hmm. uh, with that in mind, if he blows our mind, which I think he will, yeah, I think yeah, he yeah. really will, because he, he's so into technology and he really gets behind technology in general. I mean, mm-hmm. look at After Titanic. The guy was going to the bottom of the ocean yeah. himself yeah. to <laughs> look at, you know, the Titanic. He started learning about it. I think that's where he got the ideas for Avatar. He was he was mm-hmm. like looking at underwater species and. Going Going, hmm. And now he's going to incorporate in that. So I think if, you, if he knocks our socks off, which I think he will do, uh, and, and everybody, like you said, responds, then yeah. we'll keep doing coverage. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's move on to our next question, Ross. All right. Awesome. It's a Twitter. A question from Wisconsin underscore life. And he asks, or she. <laughs> Collider movie, <laughs> Collider mailbag. What movie moment always gets you choked up? Mine are Apollo thirteen when you hear Tom Hanks say, "Hello, Houston, this is Odyssey. It's good to see you again." The other is Saving Private Ryan when Captain Miller
2: dies. Wow! When Ooh. Captain Miller dies, yeah, I get choked up when Rabisi dies. Oh, really? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. when he goes, "Mama, I want to go oh, home," God. snaps me in half every time. Yeah, mm. Uh, mm. I don't. I don't get choked up when Miller dies because it's the ultimate sacrifice. In his mission, but sure. it's an interesting thing you choose that one. Um, obviously, the Field of Dreams want to have a catch moment. There's not a man alive that took it. Yeah, you took mine. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah,
3: that's okay. I can pull another. There's
2: not a lot of. There's not a man alive who who doesn't have that. Who doesn't have that reaction to that moment? Um, yep. I would throw in in Man of Steel, Costner's death when uh, um, uh, 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 Cavill screams. Mm-hmm. Uh, In that moment when he realizes what has happened. I was going with the costume when he holds up the hand. Oh, yeah, when he holds up the hand. Yeah, in that moment when he realizes what he's saying to him. I would also throw in the Glenn Ford moment when he holds his arm and goes, oh, no. In the original Superman, breaks me up as well. Two last things. Star Trek. uh, Spock's death in Wrath of Khan every single time. Mm -hmm. Every single time when Shatner says, no. That snaps me in half every time. And then Shatner's death, surprisingly, in an uneven film, Star Trek Generations, his death still carries weight for me because of the years that I've spent adoring Captain Kirk when he says, oh, my, and then passes. I get all broken up. So, Oh, those are good ones. Yeah, I had Field of Dreams as my number mm-hmm. one because,
3: yeah, I'll just reiterate what, what Roka said. It, if you're a, a man... And uh, and uh, you have uh, whatever relationship you might have with your father because sure. uh, you know Ray Castella had a, a strained relationship yes. with his dad, so that moment was carried a lot of weight. And for me, who has a great relationship with my dad, I just was like, "Dad, I love you." And he's like, "What are you doing?" Um, the other one that always gets me, yeah. one of Roca's favorite movies, ET. Oh boy, <laughs> here we go. I'm just giving that little thing when ET says, "Come." And oh, Elliot says, "Stay." Yeah, yeah. It crushes me every time. The waterworks. Et right. e. is one of my favorite movies of all time. I give you shit, Roka. Yeah, I know. I, know. We, I, yeah. I, I, I love Et. Uh, it's just one of those movies that hit me as a kid, and uh, it still hits me as an adult. Mm-hmm. That moment at the end when he leaves, and the music, John Williams' score, is so iconic in that moment. It's it's like I can I can listen to the music and hear the dialogue mm-hmm. and start crying. Mm-hmm. So that's a big one. And then I'll I'll throw it out there, man. When uh, Rose is saying goodbye to Jack oh, in Titanic. Oh wow. It gets me. Okay. It, it, it really does. I watched uh, Titanic with my fiancé like a month ago, mm-hmm. and I'm coming up to that moment... I was misty-eyed, and then she said goodbye to, uh, to Jack, and I was like, okay, all right, there it is. It, 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 it really gets me. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I love your pull of uh, John Ford's character. and uh, uh, Glenn, Ford, yeah. Glenn Ford's yeah. character. Yeah. It's not John Ford, the director. Uh, Glenn Ford's character uh, mm-hmm. is Haw Kent in 1978 Superman, when he goes, oh, no, and you see him run out. And then again... <sighs> Williams with his scores, yeah. just pulling it in there and
2: just uh, 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 uh,
3: throw things. Those are some great moments. Those are when I cry.
2: Um, <laughs> I, I want to throw one last one. I think yeah. people people who have heard me deride at times the Lord of the Rings franchise might be surprised with me saying this, but in the Fellowship of the Ring, when Gandalf dies and oh. he says, "Fly, you fools! Yeah, and let's go." And Elijah Woods, no, which is from deep in his soul of losing yeah. a mentor, a guide, an old friend in that moment, snaps me in half as well. So there you go. I don't hate the films 100%. There you uh, go, yeah. All right, let's go on to a third one. Every day. <laughs> let's go on to a third question from all Instagram. Right. Spider Girls Myler asks, uh, do you guys think that the upcoming Joker movie has any chance of getting some award recognition? After watching the trailer, I personally think it has a shot at possibly having one or two nominations. Yeah, I totally agree.
3: Mm-hmm. One or two nominations, or maybe three or four. Uh, I, I look to... There, there's precedent set here, obviously, mm-hmm. with um, The Dark Knight got a nomination for Heath Ledger, rightly so. Right. So we could maybe look at Joaquin Phoenix, who was a fantastic actor nominated for Gladiator. Mm-hmm. Um, he could, We could be looking at a nomination, should this thing hit, in, in a way that The Dark Knight hit, in the way that Logan hit. Mm-hmm. Like These are movies that have been nominated in certain categories, but... A lot of people are calling this thing taxi driver, you know, Uh, like Mm -hmm. and Scorsese influenced. So Mm -hmm. Scorsese, every time he made a gangster movie, which is kind of likened to this thing, He got a nomination. Joe Pesci won a Best Supporting Actor for Goodfellas. Mm -hmm. The Departed obviously won Best Picture and Best Director for him. So if Todd Phillips nails this, Joaquin Phoenix nails this, I think we can look at a number of things. Best Actor, Best Director, Best Picture, Mm -hmm. Best Screenplay. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that's a best-case scenario. And if if Joaquin Phoenix just goes crazy, 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 and and, and everybody loves him, we could get another—it would be a precedent set Yeah. Another actor being nominated for the same role yeah, uh,
2: in The Joker, uh, depending on origins and names and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Well, I agree with you, Riley, a thousand percent. Just from the trailer alone, that's the first thought I had when the trailer finished, the first time we watched it. Uh, I think we did the trailer reaction. If you want to see that, uh, Christian and I did the trailer reaction for Collider. Uh, I said that in the trailer, Rex. that I felt like it had an Oscars vibe to it. It's being released in October, so that tells you that they have a lot of faith in the film, possibly getting some Oscar attention. Uh, it is Joaquin Phoenix's film. No one else in that trailer is highlighted as powerfully as Joaquin is. So you wonder, well, where's the avenue here for him to explore, to become, uh, to stand out rather, to get the nomination, and it's certainly there for him in the movie. So we will see, and you're right, it has that 70s kind of New York vibe to it that, you know, a lot of people in retrospect are surprised that more of Scorsese stuff from the 70s wasn't nominated right. uh, or didn't win, so now you have a very a very educated film-going uh, populace and uh, body within the uh, the, uh, the judging body of, sure. the, of the Academy that could nominate it, so certainly possible, and I think Black Panther's nomination, as well as the Dark Knight uh, victory for Heath Ledger, kind of paves the way yeah. uh, going forward. Alright, yeah. what's our next question, brother?
3: Alright, our next question, it's an email, and it comes from from Sam Dean, who mm-hmm. writes, Hello, Collider Crew. You guys are my daily addiction. Thank you. <laughs> With the impending release of Avengers Endgame, what are some underrated moments from previous MCU films that people don't talk enough about? Well, well, I love that. I yeah. love that. Do you have an
2: answer right away? You no, know, look, there's 21 films to choose. I to know, choose, right? So I'm going to take two moments out them because they still get me every time I watch them. And it's the first one is in Avengers, mm-hmm. when Loki makes everybody kneel and that one older man stands yeah. up. And he has an accent. You're not sure. You know, and he says, there are. he says, there's been, Loki says, there's there's never been a man like me. He goes, no, we will never kneel not to men like you. And he says, there's been no one like me. And he says, there are always men like you, which is a reference to Hitler. The accent puts it in your mind, the age of the actor. It puts it in your mind that he is perhaps a Jew from Europe who who had family or was in the concentration camp and persecuted by Hitler and the Nazis. And then to hammer the point home, Captain America shows up and says, the last time I was in Germany I had a du- disagreement with a man just like you to yeah. hammer that point home. So uh, I think that's an incredible moment because he kills the guy. Loki kills that guy. So he gets his moment to stand in defiance but still the reality of the situation comes forward. Oh no, he doesn't kill him but uh, he t- tries to kill him rather. He tries to kill him in Captain America deflects it. The next one is in Age of Ultron which is surprising to mm. me to put this on uh, as the second one is when uh, um, they're having the battle there um, is it Genosha? Is it Genosha? One of those, whatever that country is, they're having the battle Sokovia? on. Sokovia. Segovia, That's it. And uh, um, Hawkeye jumps in with Scarlet Witch into this. and She's like overwhelmed by everything's happening. Elizabeth Olsen and Hawkeye of all people, people gives him gives her this incredible message about you know it's not your fault. It's not anyone's fault. It's all our faults. It's crazy. This the, the 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 country's falling apart. All I have is a bow and arrow. None of this makes sense. But, like, you can stay here and your brother will come for you. But if you come outside, you better come out to kill and to fight. Because when you step outside, you're officially an Avenger. Mm. And he's, you know, calming the nerves down. And it makes sense because sense she hasn't been in that many battles. She's a younger fighter. You get the older veteran yeah. kind of giving that wisdom there in that moment. And I love that. Um, it's great it's so great. Yeah, that's
3: a great moment. Um, yeah, I have a number of them. One I just revisited because it was on just TV randomly. It was mm. Captain America Winter Soldier. And the same thing happened to me watching it at a home for the, maybe the fifth time. Mm. That happened the first time that I saw it in the theater. And then through subsequent viewings. And that's when, you know, Bucky, the Winter Soldier, finally takes off the mask and Cap sees him for the first time. Oh, yeah. And it's in the middle of action. It's in the middle of people with bullets everywhere. The people flipping, cars crashing. And that recognition, I think, is some of Chris Evans' best acting. He mm-hmm. just, that, that recognition, Bucky. And then Sebastian Stan's own acting back the who's Bucky or I, I can't remember the name of right. what he says. But it's just a powerful moment for me who sees his friend back and it's the guy he's been battling throughout the whole movie. Yeah. That gets me every time. Uh, I think a Killmonger at the end of Black Panther oh, or wanting yeah, to see man. the sunset. And, uh, and just that moment. great shot, that great frame shot that Kugler does with Chadwick Boseman and Michael B. Jordan as you just see him slump over as he finally dies. Gives God, I'm getting chills just talking yeah, about it. That yeah. is so powerful because of Killmonger's journey. Even that line he says, I don't want to be you know, chained like mm-hmm. my ancestors who, who would rather die and jump off the ship than mm-hmm. be chained. I mean, that, yeah. that is some powerful stuff that they're doing. Uh, that I love so much, and then another one that I personally love is at the end of Thor Ragnarok um, when basically Thor realizes that Asgard is a people, not a place, mm. and they 're watching asgard Asgard burn, and they finally get into space and Patrick Doyle talk about music i 've talked about it uh, mm. when we 're talking about those moments where we cry, but they finally bring back patrick doyle 's score from yeah. the original Thor, which is this very royal, just heroic. Uh, theme, and they start playing it. And Loki's finally by his brother's side. And yeah. they're looking out at their people on the ship. And that music's playing. And Thor takes his seat. As the king of Asgard, finally, after three movies, it's a great moment. Mm. That that music just really enhances it for me, and I love it so
2: much. That's, those are great moments, right? Yeah, man. Those are great moments. I'll take it. All right, let's move on to our last question. It's an email from Jermaine Brown. He asks, uh, what's going on, Collider Crew? My question is, since Brightburn is coming out soon, and it's an evil version of Superman, yeah. what other DC hero would you love to see an evil version of? For me, it would be Green Lantern. Just be a one-and-done movie with no sequels, just to keep us guessing. Thanks for taking my question. Much love mm, evil green lantern i like that that's scary as hell
3: yeah that is scary with all that power through right. the
2: ring what he would do
3: because yeah brightburn looks fantastic mm. um an evil superman oh boy uh evil <laughs> Superboy. at least uh god hopefully they stop him by the end of the movie because if he gets bigger then we're really screwed yeah um i immediately go to batman you know mm. batman being an evil like i i would go like A costume vigilante, Mm. but not you can't say vigilante if he's evil. So a costume serial killer, Mm. you know, dresses up to incite fear is what Batman does to his own enemies. Incite the fear in uh, in his enemies. If somebody dresses up as like a superhero and then goes and stalks Mm -hmm. their prey at night using you know devices that they they make like swinging from rafters like being able to climb up walls in order to get in and become a vicious serial killer that puts fear in the entire city who would go up against this person that maybe is dressed as a bat maybe Mm -hmm. is dressed as uh, what an owl i don't know something that that would just cause a panic throughout the city and using like my god this guy killed somebody with, like, you know, tying them up and hanging them from a rafter outside the the, the building or, you know, throws these batarangs or something else that, like, you know, Impales the people mm. I think that would be Really interesting uh, to, In fact I'm going to write that I really want to write that
2: <laughs> I love that idea There we yeah, go That's mine Bruce Wayne Serial yep. killer Yeah uh, That's actually <laughs> it's, Oh boy That's kind of yeah. scary Interesting A rich,
3: a rich guy <laughs> Loses his parents Yeah Right Instead of going The good route He goes The opposite yeah, way Yeah That's a good and point And then he starts Killing Parents, yeah, right, and and making orphans of all these people, so that they all know how to feel, so all these kids Jesus. are scared shitless because parents are being targeted, yeah, oh, I like that, I'm going to go right yikes, that is terrible. <laughs> kidding. I'll do it after. That's this, the, the great video. horror. Yeah, we'll, we'll be done quick so you can start writing that.
2: Right? Uh, my two are Shazam. Uh, we already saw it in Kingdom Come when he becomes evil being manipulated by Luthor mm. to go against all the uh, superheroes uh, in the DC universe and it's because he is Earth's mightiest mortal. No one is as powerful as Superman except for Shazam on Earth and Shazam gives him everything he can give him in that incredible graphic novel. We've seen Shazam Zachary Levi blah 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 is, I would love to see a future where you do one film with Shazam actually. Because this idea that he's a kid, because if he's a kid, right, he's an orphan kid, he's got that anger. Yeah. He's got that anger that can be manipulated, can, be missed, can, can be, maybe he's not in control of his emotions, and then he would become Shazam, but he can go overboard, go too far, go too much. you know And that happens to people in their 20s and 30s. So why yeah. wouldn't it happen to a 15 year old who can't quite process their emotions as intelligently or maturely as, so, as someone of more age? Wouldn't that be interesting? And mm. the fact that he's so powerful. He could decimate cities by himself. It would be interesting. The other one is Martian Manhunter, John John's Martian Manhunter, which we haven't really seen a film of. We saw him as a character in Supergirl in the series, but uh, he's the last of his kind. He's the last Martian alive. Mm -hmm. He is one of the most conflicted, uh, sensitive, and vulnerable characters in the DC universe, who is in the Justice League a majority of the time. He's a shapeshifter. He has eye beams that are incredible X-ray vision, and he's apparently the most powerful Telepath on Earth. So imagine if he went evil and manipulated entire nations to go to war using nuclear or bombs or whatever, or even went to the small scale, like you said, Riley, shape shifting into a serial killer situation, yeah. looking like someone's father or uh, mother or aunt, a brother or sister or whatever to get into the home and then kill people. Blah blah blah. Oh, that would yeah. be crazy. What if?
3: What if? Right. My <laughs> Batman serial killer yeah. goes to kill some parents and it's Martian Manhunter disguised as the parent to Why draw not? him out, and mm-hmm. then it's like evil versus evil, and it all happens in front of the kid that's then scarred for life.
2: That's right, yeah, I like something that like idea. that. That's yeah. good. Like there the, we go. It's Jason Todd. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. There that's, it is. That's, We're sorry. great mythology, left and right. <laughs> Why not? It's apparently okay nowadays. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks everybody for watching this episode of Collider Mailbag on this wonderful Saturday morning. We really appreciate it, and I very much appreciate Mark Riley stopping by. Thank you, my friend. Yeah. I love being here. Yeah, I love having you, man. Where can people find your stuff and what you do uh, at Riley around on Twitter. You can find that
3: collider live produce it Monday through Friday. You check that out. And of course, the Riley round table and rule of two podcasts, Riley round table on Thursdays and rule of two Tuesday evenings. Mm-hmm. You can get it there on collider
2: podcast one and on collider video. And if you want to see us, we'll be in Chicago. That's right. Later We're on be this in Chicago. week at oh star Wars God. celebration, right walking here. around. Uh, I don't have an official capacity, so I get to wander the floor and do whatever I want to do. Damn, you Riley will be doing some stuff there yeah. and uh, hopefully I get to sneak into some panels and see the footage. If not, I'll watch it from the comfort of my air-conditioned hotel room. But it is. it'll be fun for us to meet all of you if you're around there in Star Wars Celebration uh, with the Collider crew. All right, thanks, everybody, for watching this lovely Saturday morning. As I said before, uh, when we put the calls out for the questions, put that hashtag Collider Mailbag on your questions so I can find them or email us at mailbag at and I pour through those to pick out some of the best questions. Thanks again. We'll see you next time on tomorrow for another episode of Collider Mailbag.
0: Shop Black Friday week deals Sunday through Friday at Kohl's. Plus, get $15 Kohl's cash for every $50 spent. And take an extra 15% off. Get the big one throws, $849. Toastmaster small appliances are just $214 after rebate. And Fitbit Versa 2 is $129.99. Plus, take 30% off Lego, 70% off fine jewelry, and save on boots for her, $16.99. Plus, get fast and free store pickup. Shop Black Friday week deals at Kohl's and Kohl's.com. Select styles. Offers valid November twenty second through the 27th. 15% off with promo code ENJOY15. Lego and Fitbit offers and coupons do not apply. Some exclusions apply. See
2: store or Kohl's.com for details.